All right, welcome to the sports mashup number 98, February 15th, 2023 is the date of today. Uh, starting the NBA trade deadline last week, um, the, uh, the Phoenix Suns, who I root for, did a thing that I did not expect them to do at this moment. Like, I think if you would have told me, I think I said last week, I didn't think Durant would be traded uh this week or last week, like during the season, I thought that it would probably happen in the summer. I was wrong. Very thankful to be wrong. Uh, the Suns but, trade. But one of the guys you didn't want to go left. In yeah. The, but true. I also did say, I'm like, you put uh, CP3, KD, and Booker, and Aiton's been playing well his game last night, which I have a picture of I'll get to after you get to the trade. Yeah, uh, the Suns traded Mikhail Bridges, Jay Crowder, Cam Johnson, four first-round picks in uh, 23, 25, 27, 29, and a pick swap in 2028. And the Suns received Kevin Durant and TJ Warren. The return of Tony Buckets to Phoenix is the big headline here. Uh, but no, Kevin Durant, um, I think the Suns were hesitant. To, to trade Mikhail Bridges. Um, but once they decided that, that they wanted to include him, the Nets then said, well, we also want Jay Crowder as well because they wanted to get the Jay Crowder trade and get the assets, uh, well, which they did to Milwaukee. He, so. Yeah, so he went to Milwaukee after this, right? Like they bought yeah. him out or whatever. They traded uh, they traded Crowder to Milwaukee for five seconds. I didn't know he hadn't played all year. Yeah, he. I think pretty much what happened was uh, the Suns told him – well, Monty Williams told him Cam Johnson is going to be starting. And then Jay Crowder didn't like that, wanted a new deal, whole big thing. I'm glad that that's over with for the Suns. And uh, as much as I love Mikhail Bridges and, and Cam Johnson and what they did for the Suns and, you know, their impact on the the franchise and the, uh, in the locker room, if you have a chance to trade for Kevin Durant, I think you have to do it. I mean, he's averaging 30 a game before he got hurt in January, and he's going to be back next week. So, and then the Nets got what five players and out of trades. Well, four get rid of Jay Crowder. They got four plus the five picks here, and then do they get picks? They got a 29. The they got a 2027 20, or 29 first and a second in the Kyrie deal. I think 29 was the first. Yeah, so they got two picks in that deal. So they got six or seven picks and four players? Yeah, they're starting four of the – Dinwiddie, Bridges, Johnson, and uh, Finney Smith are all starting for them with Claxton. So, yeah, I mean, I think if you're Brooklyn, you're kind of going back to where you were before you got KD and Kyrie, which is they were a fun, likable team that made a little playoff run with D'Angelo Russell and – and uh, Dinwiddie and and those guys. So and that's when they had Jared Allen. He was blocking yeah, everything. Karis Levert, yeah. Uh, but I mean, like I said, if if the Sun, if you're the Suns, you had the opportunity to trade for Kevin Durant, you do it. I think the healthy is obviously a huge question in the playoffs. If they can stay healthy, I think that's a question for almost any contender, um, with the exception of like I don't even know if there is an exception because every contender has had a guy who's been like Kawhi for the Clippers. Jamal Murray for the Nuggets, uh, Middleton for the Bucks, for the Celtics. I mean, there's no really history there in terms of uh, Robert Williams, I guess. But and that's then, not a who they played last night? Who the Suns? Yeah, 
Sacramento. Yeah, so you had Booker had 32 points, five rebounds, two steals on 13 of 20 shooting. Aiton had 29, 11 boards, four steals, two blocks on 13 of 17. Chris Paul had 17 points, 19 assists, five rebounds, two steals. Uh, Akoji had had 19 points, six rebounds, three assists, and then Warren only played seven minutes and he had five points. Yeah, they got to figure out. I think the All Star break, since they're not going to have anybody there at the All Star break, KD was an All Star but isn't playing, obviously, and that won't be there because of the injury. They're going to have to figure out how to work uh, Warren into the rotation more. They're bringing in uh, Terrence Ross in the buyout market. They could get another buyout guy. I don't know. A lot, little bit of buzz about maybe Russell Westbrook. I don't. Wait, I mean, I, I thought think he, I thought Ross was going to. Dallas. No, the the or the first report after they bought him out was Dallas is the favorites. Son stepped in and he's decided to go to Phoenix. That was that was made official today. So that's I totally a I totally forgot he was still in the league. Hey, he kind yeah, of he, disappeared after the dunk contest. I didn't even know he was hiding in Orlando. Yeah, that's true. They haven't had much success. It was in the playoffs four years ago or so. But uh, yeah, I think. The Suns' full strength on offense, I don't think there's any offense that'll be better than theirs because, like, you can – if you watch them last night, you're like, okay, take away uh, Torrey Craig, and that's going to be where Kevin Durant is standing. So I think this is going to help – I think it's going to help DeAndre Ayton more than anybody. It's going to spread um, the floor so much. Yeah, I mean, it's going to – I like, the, a lot of teams have tried to double Booker when the Suns have been injured or they haven't been at full strength or without Bridges or Johnson now. They can't do that when Durant's there. They're not going to be able to double Devin Booker. So This just shows like if Dallas really wanted to be a contender, they needed to make a trade for a big guy. Yeah. Because like Dallas, if you're Dallas now, you got to go through Aiton, you got to go through Jokic, you got to go through – if you get to the finals, you're probably going to be facing Giannis Which or you're going to figure out a guard Tatum. Luka's back and they play the Nuggets tonight, so you'll get some of a taste of what they have tonight. Yeah. They, they got Dwight Powell back. Christian Wood's an okay player, but I don't know. He's, he's been coming with the bench. Yeah. That's essentially their three biggest names is Luka, Kyrie, and Christian Wood. And then, uh, I mean, everybody thought the Mavs might be the big winners of the deadline getting Kyrie, and then the Suns stepped in. It sounds like Kevin Durant just said, hey, trade me to Phoenix. If you can't trade me to Phoenix, I'll sit out or I'll uh, play the rest of the year here, and we'll figure it out in the summer. I wish in that uh, trade for Kyrie now that they would have sent Reggie Bullock in that and and got Seth Curry back. Yeah, it's kind of confusing that the Nets didn't trade Seth Curry. But the Nets are also sitting on probably the worst contract in the league right now with Ben Simmons. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with that. And I he's not even the starting. Shoot, like they have Denwitty, Curry, and uh, – Cam Thomas. Joe Harris. Joe Harris, Cam Thomas, yeah. And Cam Johnson and uh, Mikhail Bridges can both shoot. So, yeah, big deal I mean, there. They can spread the floor all they want there and like Claxton just try getting boards. Yeah. Uh, you also had a big deal on uh, Wednesday night last week, uh, a three-team deal between the Lakers, Jazz, and Timberwolves. The Lakers get D'Angelo Russell back after, you know, a few years um, of, uh, of playing elsewhere. Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt coming from, uh, from Utah. They were with – they were in the Rudy Gobert trade. Uh, to Utah from Minnesota, but now they go to the Lakers. The Jazz get Russell Westbrook. He's 
likely to be bought out. They also get Juan Toscano Anderson, Damian Jones, and a lightly protected 2027 first from the Lakers. And the Timberwolves get Mike Conley, Nikhil Alexander Walker, and picks. Uh, great deal for the Lakers here um, to be able to get those three that are going to be rotation guys. And they could all probably start if you needed them to for like a first and, and some players that you weren't going to use. Pretty good deal there. Um, yeah, I don't mind that for the Timberwolves either. They get a veteran uh, guard, Mike Conley, who's kind of underrated in the league. Yeah, hasn't really been center stage enough for people to understand no, how solid he, he is. I mean, he went from Memphis when they had Gasol and uh, Zach Rudolph, and they had a decent team, and then they went to n- nothing, and then he kind of vanished. Yeah, yeah. so – I mean, the Lakers, I don't really think they're a real threat in the West, to be honest. I don't think that they're even in the same league as Memphis, Phoenix, Denver, Clippers, um, was there another, Warriors. Was there another three-team deal between the Rockets, Clippers, and Hornets? You had uh, Eric Gordon going to the Clippers. Mason Plumley went uh, to the Clippers. Uh, Luke Kinnard, or this is a 14 deal i believe denver got uh second round pick at 2024 and 2525 for highland uh and then luke Kennard went to the grizzlies danny green went from memphis to houston john wallace heading back to houston uh also requiring rights to swap the bucks first round pick they own with the Clippers first round pick in the upcoming draft. Big mess there. Yeah, I don't I don't really know. The Bones Highland thing is weird. Like he's a good offensive player, but weird situation in Denver with the coaching staff and I think maybe, Plumley adds depth to the Clippers back in. Gordon Gordon's a little bit washed up, but he could probably, you know, give you some minutes. He won't have to do as much. Yeah. As he would have with the Rockets, but I mean you got Zubak Zubak now with the Clippers and then Plumley behind him, who's also yeah. way improved his free throw shooting. I don't know if you've noticed or heard this. This year all of a sudden he started shooting free throws left-handed because his free throw percentage kept going down, and now he's shooting like 74, 75% shooting free throws left-handed. Huh. It's kind of weird. <laughs> uh they need a deal between the Portland and the Knicks, uh, the Knicks received Josh Hart. Trailblazers received Cam Reddish, Ryan uh, Archidiacono. Is that the dude from Villanova? Yeah. And then Svi. McCulloch, McCulloch, McKayluke, McCulloch. I don't know one and of a, those two. And a protected 2023 first. I think it's lottery protected. So. Um, this is a good deal for the Knicks. They weren't using Cam Reddish. They weren't using the other two. I mean, I and, think this is a good deal for Portland too. Uh, I, yeah, I still think the Knicks come out pretty pretty victorious. Well, I here. think Hart's contract was big, so I mean, Portland getting that off of there and kind of getting three like I think some are are at least two of these guys might be on their rookie contract. Cam Reddish I thinks not. Yeah, Cam Reddish just wasn't playing for the Knicks, so he'll get a better opportunity in Portland. But I still think Josh Hart is significantly better than anybody in this deal. Um, it's weird that they got him, though, after getting Brunson and all the other guards they have. 
Yeah, you got a lot of uh, Villanova players flocking back to uh, to the East Coast with uh, Mikhail Bridges going to the uh, to the Nets and Brunson being in New York and then Hart now there. Of course, Archie Diakono going elsewhere to the complete opposite end, but plenty of Villanova players uh, moving around in right. the uh, in the league. And the Raptors and Spurs made a trade. The Raptors got center Jacob Potal. I think he went to Utah. Uh, I don't know. That sounds sounds right. And the Spurs get Kim Birch, a protected 2024 first, and two future second-round picks. Yeah, he went to Utah. Uh, yeah, I think this is a good deal for the Raptors. Uh, you know, rim protector had a really good game last night for, for the Raptors. And the Raptors are a team that's interesting. A lot of buzz about them possibly – trading at least one of Fred Van Vliet or OG Ananobi or uh, Pascal Siakam. They didn't do so. Seeing if they can make a little bit of a push, maybe get out of the play, uh, play-in zone and get like a top six seed in the East. It's a and good team. I, I don't mind this for the Spurs either. Like they're, and they're loading up on picks. They need – Yep. They're going to need some young talent. You have to hit on a second-round pick too at some point, I would think. Um, they've got plenty of them, so – and then a big four-team trade between uh, the Warriors, Portland. So Portland made two trades, uh, Atlanta and Detroit. Portland receives Kevin Knox. Atlanta gets uh, Sadiq Bay, James Wiseman to Detroit. Gary Payton back to the Warriors, which is – Portland might get in trouble for that because of his physical. They didn't – Put that out there before the trade happened about his issue. And the Warriors uh, also sent five second-round picks throughout this deal. Yeah, I, once again, Portland, I don't really understand what they're doing. Like, Kevin Knox is not – no, Kevin Knox is not a guy. No, he's a guy who shouldn't have been a one-and-done out of Kentucky. They're surrounding Lillard with trash. I mean, let's just be honest. Like, there's – like, other than – like Jeremy Grant's contract is too big. He's good, good player, but I mean that's a lot of money. Simon's a really good player. They have no chance to win anything right now, and the puzzling moves. I don't understand it. I mean, I think I, I don't know when I said this was it before season or when that I wouldn't be surprised if Willard gets traded at some point or says he wants out. Might never happen at this point. It's been quite a while of saying that. I just don't know if it'll ever happen. Yeah, Gary Payton back to the Warriors. Probably won't play until the playoffs, which is a concern. The Warriors defensively are atrocious. Curry's been hurt. They're just not – I know we're not supposed to count them out because they've won four and all this, but I don't think they have a chance to come out of the West this year. And then uh, Kyrie shined in his first game of the Madison Clippers, twenty-five or 24 points, five assists, four rebounds, one block. And then his first game with uh, Luka, they both had good games. And then we saw the other end of the spectrum, though, the issues possibly at the final seconds against Minnesota down through. They just kept passing it back and forth to each other. So you I think shoot it. No, you shoot it. No, yeah. you shoot it. And then they then they got stolen. I think there's maybe going to be a ball-dominant issue there. I feel like you've done that before. I certainly have multiple times this season alone, um, for sure. But, I, yeah, I think I, – I don't think Dallas – like. I know Dallas absolutely embarrassed my my sons last year in the playoffs, but I don't. I people are talking about how great of a playoff series this would be. Would it though? I feel like the Suns are healthy; they would kill them. 
I mean, if before the Katie trade, then yeah, I'd be concerned. Yeah. But not, I, Dallas just doesn't have the size unless they're just depending on shoot their outside shooting, which they did in the playoffs against them last year. Remember, the Suns had a 2-0 series lead against Dallas, and it looked like it wasn't going to be close. And then I believe there was a little bit of uh, COVID going through the Suns a little bit, and then Booker was injured in the New Orleans series, so he was playing injured anyway. This time around, Kleba's been hurt for Dallas. He's going to be back like shortly after the All-Star break. Finney Smith and Dinwiddie were hitting huge shots against the Suns in the playoffs last year. So... I mean, let Luca and Kyrie get 30 apiece. Is anybody else going to do that? That's the thing. The Suns have four legitimate options, at least three. I don't know if I consider CP3 a legitimate scoring option, but at least three. Dallas yeah, only He creates two. a lot, and he gets his little swing-through fouls. Yeah. And he also hasn't shot well this month, but the last couple months before he was shooting really well. I, I, don't, I, think, I don't think there's any team in the West that I'd – view the Suns as an underdog against if they're healthy. I mean, I don't think Denver's Denver's a bad matchup uh, or Phoenix is a bad matchup for Denver. Um, the Clippers, I think, would be a tough matchup, but I, I don't see them beating the Suns. I just don't. And I may sound cocky right now. I know that health, like I said, health is a big thing here, but I just Oh, and then who was the other trade? It was right after the Lakers won. Uh Pat Beverly didn't even know he was traded. He was on his podcast, and Roan told him that he got traded to Orlando for Mobamba. Yeah, and uh, Beverly will be a a buyout guy. Um, I assume. I think he actually already is on the market, so he'll be headed to a playoff contender. I assume, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think the West is still open just because there's injury concerns with the best teams, but. The East, I think, is kind of a two-horse race. Maybe a third team jumps in, but I think it's still Milwaukee, Boston, who went to overtime last night without Tatum and Brown playing for Boston. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see. But uh, a huge deadline. I mean, the Super Bowl week gets overtaken for a couple days with the NBA trade deadline. Yeah. Uh, On the stat leaders through last night, um, points per game was Luka, 33.4. Team points per game is the Kings at 119 and a half. Uh, let's see. Rebound leader Giannis is 12.3. The Bucks as a team, 49.2, leading in that as well. Assists per game, Harden jumps up out of nowhere to 10.8. And assists per game is the Warriors for the team at 29.9. Blocks is Nick Claxton of the Nets, 2.6. And that's also leading the team category, 6.5. Well, they're both dropping there so i wonder like missing kd and the size they got rid of but i mean now getting bridges and everybody maybe they'll get back up yeah uh steals per game is og anunobi of the raptors at 2.1 and they also lead at team steals per game at 9.3 field goal percentage nick claxton of the nets at 72.4 the team field goal percentage is led by the nuggets at 51.1 uh, threes made is still Buddy Heald at 224. Team threes made is the Warriors at 963. Three-point percentage leader is Isaiah Joe of the Thunder at 45.4. Team three-point percentage is the Nuggets at 39.3. Uh, 
and team free throw percentage is now the Heat at 83%. And All-Star Weekend is this weekend, February 17th through the 19th in Salt Lake City. Could be. I, I just really want to watch Saturday. I mean, do we even know who's in the dunk contest and the three-point yeah, contest? Yeah, the dunk contest lineup is horrific. It's Mac McClung from the G League, I think. He's Trey Murphy. Uh, uh, who are the other two? Kenyon Martin Jr. of the Rockets and Jericho Sims of the Knicks. So Kenyon Martin should win that. He's got uh, he's got hops like his dad. Sure, but uh, I mean the lineup just sucks now, and the skills challenge is ruined. So that'll suck. Um, and then the three point shootout is uh, guessing Buddy Heald should be in that. More stars in the three point shootout. That's what they want. They want stars rather than the actual best ones. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Tyler Hero, Buddy Heald, Kevin Herter, Damian Lillard, Lori Markinen, Anthony Simons, and Jason Tatum. Hmm. So. I mean, Damian Lee led the led the league for a couple months, three point percentage. But I guess whatever, he's not a big enough name. No, but you, and then you have teammates. You got two Pacers in there, Halliburton and two Blazers. Well, you got Halliburton and Buddy Heald. Yep, two Blazers Pacers. as well. Yeah. So two uh, two terrible teams get a total of four players in the three point contest. That's funny. Uh, all right. Super Bowl matchup Sunday. Chiefs 38, Eagles 35. Chiefs scored on every possession in the second half. I'm glad the football season's over. It's kind of just annoying how much it gets talked about, honestly. That's kind of it doesn't ruin the NFL for me, but it's made it less fun for me. Like just constantly everybody talks about the NFL 24-7. And I, I of course, I talked about it. I hate it. It was the ankle, the ankle, the ankle, the ankle, the ankle. Yeah. The entire damn game. And also, it was a good game. Like, it lived up to the hype in terms of uh, going into it. I didn't think the game would end up as well as it as it did. Uh, no, the I Eagles' didn't. defense made zero big plays. That pretty much ruined and the game for Hertz's, them. Hertz's fumble was a big – That was of- the only bad play that Hertz made. Like, other than that, Hertz was terrific. Hurts certainly played well enough to win. Maybe the best performance by a losing quarterback in the Super Bowl in a while. I I, I had a uh, prop bet for this game. Uh, it was for uh, – By the way, the Super Bowl MVP was Patrick Mahomes and the NFL MVP is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, first to win both those since Kurt Warner in 1999. So Mahomes, two MVPs, two Super Bowls, kind of a uh, a very small group of quarterbacks to ever do that. I believe it's him, Brady, Montana, Manning, all have multiple Super Bowls and multiple MVPs. So I had Pacheco to get 55 rushing yards, Mahomes to get 20 rushing yards, Hurts to get 35, Miles Sanders to get 55. First three got it. Sanders, they they started the game with Gainwell. Second half, they used Sanders, but I think he only ended up with like 20 rushing yards. So my prop bet that would have turned $5 into 300 was lost because they didn't run the ball with their main lead back. 
Damn shame. It hurts. Uh-oh. And then people are complaining there was a prop bet for McKinnon to score. And he did the smart thing to slide the one. Yeah. And then everyone went on the on Bradbury's hold, which I, I think he that's... did. I, he did do it. He even came out and said he held him. But the problem that I have with it is it's not. I don't think that that's a blatant enough play to to end the game that way. Yeah. And I think Hurt should have had a chance to uh, go down the field and make it happen. But that final throw of his, like, he took oh, three God, big yeah. steps into that and barely got it to the 20 from the 45. Really makes you appreciate uh, an Aaron Rodgers type who could who could just like, wheel I mean, and deal got an arm. How many deep balls has he thrown this year to A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith? And he's probably then, not used to gaining that much momentum before a throw, and it just came I, out weird. I was waiting for a crow hop how much time he had. He yeah. only had two guys rushing him. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders released quarterback Derek Carr just before his $40 million would have kicked in, which Carr wanted to be released, uh, didn't want to be traded. But the fact that they wouldn't let him talk to other teams and everything, and then right before his $40 million guaranteed would have kicked in, they released him. I mean, just shows, let him talk to the Saints. Well, this was out like a week after they said he couldn't talk to anybody. Then they're yeah. like, you can talk to the Saints. And then – Cut him before his $40 million. Tough spot. Tough spot. After benching him. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's uh, move on to the golf. Uh, last weekend, you had the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Winner was Scotty Scheffler. Repeat champ. Shot 19 under. Won $3.6 million. These $20 million purses are added. These are really ramping it up. Thank you to live is what Scheffler should be saying. And then this weekend you have the Genesis Invitational defending champion, Joaquin Neiman at Riviera Country Club in Pacific Palisades, California. Won't be seeing a repeat champ this week because the Neiman fella is a live guy now. Yeah, that's all Pereira also left to go to live. Yeah, Pereira, whose lasting legacy in front of the golf world, because God knows nobody's going to watch Live. Nobody gives a flying S H I T about Live. It sucks. Nobody cares. Uh, his lasting legacy in front of people that pay attention to golf is his tee shot on 18 to blow the PGA last year at uh, Southern Hills. Which, if you watch the uh, new Netflix series uh, Full Swing, the golf docu series where they followed the a bunch of golfers last year. You get a pretty in-depth look at Justin Thomas's comeback at the PGA last year to win, and you get a little flashback to Pereira's uh, tee shot of the water on 18. You could, if you could pick two guys that you would want back from the live just to be able to easy. watch. Easy. Uh, Cam Smith, easy. Now, the second one's a little bit harder because I don't really want to go with an older guy, but I still think that I would go with Dustin Johnson. I I had Cam Smith as well, but I was going with Bubba Watson. Yeah, I mean, just like the the guy, he make swings that you wouldn't think of, like his driver, driver, eagle, and just like the flair he had. Like he was sitting courtside at the Suns game last night. You know what I mean? Just like the flair he brought to the game. I mean, if you want entertainment, you could say Bryson. I mean, that would be. 
you know. Yeah, but that's just, I mean, he just could murder the bot. Like, yeah, well, he did want a U.S. Open, but but I mean, like the hooks and cuts and everything that yeah. would do with the ball, how he'd shape the ball, and then Cam yeah. Smith was a young stud. Yeah, Cam Smith. That was the one that really hurt them the most out of any of them. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I. Tiger's back. Yeah, I love Riviera. Uh, I say it every time, bring it up. It's one of my favorite tournaments, one of my favorite courses that they play at every year. They just redid it for the U.S. Open, so total new layout. Yeah, it'll be it'll be uh, it'll be a good a good Tiger, tournament. This Tiger week. was spotted last weekend, just checking out. Wasn't playing it, just checking it out, and then uh, played sixteen a day in the pro am. Yeah, we'll see. Question is, uh, can he make it through? If he gets makes the cut, can he make it through seventy-two holes in four days? Big question, and uh, the the they're kind of opting to go with maybe the three biggest names in the tour in a group this week with Rory and Tiger and JT. I don't know if JT is a bigger name than say Spieth. Right Those now. all tailor-made guys too. Is JT a tailor-made? Uh, I think guy? JT's a Titleist guy. Titleist has a good standing on tour. Uh, you know, they no, got... I wasn't saying that. I just I knew Rory yeah. and Tiger had done the commercials and stuff. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor made Taylor made's got those two. They got Morikawa. They got uh, sure a couple others that I can't think of. But then you know you have the Titleist side of things where they got Spieth and yeah. JT and Scheffler and, and you then have the Callaway side. Rom. Rom, yeah. So yeah, big interesting tournament for sure. A lot of a lot of people playing. Also, Max Homa, Titleist guy. Max Homa, twenty twenty one winner of this tournament. So don't be surprised if he gets done again, folks. Uh, college hoops. Yeah, new top twenty five. Alabama moves up two to number one. Houston stays put at two. Purdue down two to three. I don't know how they only dropped two after losing Northwestern and Indiana. Uh, UCLA up three to four. Kansas up. Four to five. Texas drops one to six. Virginia up one to seven. Arizona drops four to eight. Baylor up five to nine. Tennessee drops four to ten. Marquette down one to eleven. Kansas State stays put twelve. Gonzaga up three to thirteen. Indiana up four to fourteen. Miami up four to fifteen. Xavier drops three to sixteen. St. Mary's drops two to seventeen. Creighton up five to eighteen. Iowa State down eight to nineteen. UConn up one to twenty. San Diego State up four to twenty-one. TCU drops five to twenty-two. NC State drops one to twenty-three, and they just lost to Syracuse last night, so they'll be out. Providence down four to twenty-five, and Florida Atlantic back in the top twenty-five at twenty-five. There you go. And can you admit, like the ACC did? That they blew the review call on the foul at the end of the Duke Virginia game. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, think there's any doubt. I don't know how you could say that that wasn't before the light went on. It's a bad one. That's a bad one. Um, and the fact that Filipowski didn't score that entire game. Yeah. Bounce back uh, last night, though, right? They yeah, won that game, a, right? Against yeah. a crap Notre Dame Terrible team. Notre Dame team, yeah. But I mean, like that would have been a big game, especially for seeding when it comes to March Madness. I think the Big Ten and the ACC should have a separate tournament again. Since the ACC Big Ten Challenge is over, they should have a separate tournament between those two conferences to see which one is more average. 
Probably the ACC is a little bit more average, but the Big Ten is so average this year. Like outside of probably Purdue and Indiana, I don't think there's any team in the Big Ten that'll get to the second weekend or even has a chance. I mean, I guess or you Illinois take like, and Northwestern maybe, but you take like the Big Four, like because I mean, especially when UCLA and USC join the Big Ten. Yeah, UCLA. after after you do that in the beginning of the year, how about later in the year you swap every year where the Big Ten plays the SEC. ACC plays Big 12, and then the next year, ACC is playing SEC, Big 12 plays Big 10. Yeah, I don't think they'll ever do it, but I wouldn't hate like, it. end of the year, do one game. Yeah. Uh, on to Major League Baseball, you have the winter base, uh, the World Baseball Classic, Jesus. Uh, see the word W and it's baseball, usually thinking winter. Uh, it starts Tuesday, March 7th at 11 p.m., runs through March 21st. Plenty of MLB talent. Uh, Where's this playing. being played at? I think there's uh, multiple venues. I remember there were games in Miami last time. There were games in San Diego. Well, so is it in the U.S. or where? Because, I mean, if it starts at 11 p.m., I figured it's not being played in the there's U.S. four different locations, I believe. Uh, Lone Depot Park, which is – which is Miami, Tokyo Dome, which is obviously Tokyo, Chase Field in Arizona, and then Tai Chung Intercontinental Baseball Stadium, which is in uh, wait for it, Thailand? which is in Taiwan. So it's got to be one of the first games got to be played there. If it's uh, 11 p.m., probably. Game. Let's find out. I mean, they're not starting a game in the U.S. at 11 p.m. Well, I mean, nine o'clock in uh, Arizona, or nine nine o'clock. Well, nope, it's uh, ten o'clock in Arizona, I guess. Well, is it eleven Eastern or eleven Central? I believe Central. Okay, so it's ten o'clock in Arizona. Uh, let's even see. Was, even if it was nine, and that game would still get over at midnight, and they ain't starting again that late. So in the U.S., you can watch this on Fox FS1 and FS2. Just so we're clear on that. Uh, might as well just do this here. Uh, Pool A is in uh, Taichung, the Intercontinental Baseball Stadium. It's uh, Chinese. Ta- Taipei is the first country. Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, Panama. Uh, Pool B is in Tokyo. It's Japan, South Korea, Australia, China, Czech Republic. Who is A again? Uh, Chinese, Taipei, Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, Panama. Um, Pool C, Chase Field in Arizona, is the USA, Mexico, Colombia, Canada, Great Britain. And then Pool D is in Miami. It's Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic. This is a really solid one here. Venezuela, Israel, and Nicaragua, which I think the Dominican is going to be – they're they're loaded. And Puerto Rico is always good. Venezuela will have a good team. So. And Yachty is coaching Puerto Rico, right? Yeah, yeah. So Pool D is certainly probably the one to watch. Uh, I think – were they going to play after the round robin? So let me real quick here. Uh, yeah, uh, 11 p.m. Cuba Netherlands is the first game of the entire thing, and that is in uh, Taichung. In uh, that that uh, yeah. So Taiwan. Yeah. Um, by the way, also the U.S. doesn't play until uh, March 13th or no March 11th against Great Britain. They play at nine o'clock uh, Central Time, so eight o'clock in Phoenix. Uh, they're not two yeah. hours. No, I think they're still one hour. 
and then after this, they will be playing the quarterfinals. There will be two in Tokyo, two in Miami, semifinals in Miami, and the championship in Miami. Okay. I think the la- last when because the U.S. won it last time, and I think I feel like it was in L.A. the championship. U.S. I thought Puerto Rico won it. I thought that's when Yachty was throwing him one out. Baez was pointing at him when he was picking pretty, him off. Pretty sure the U.S. won that one. Let me look. Then the Yankees yeah. court their uh, yesterday Cortez isn't going to play in it now. The Yankees didn't want to. Yeah. Well, now we know why because Frankie Montas shoulder surgery may miss the season. Best case, he's back late. Not good. That trade doesn't look good right now. They didn't give up very much to get him, but they haven't gotten very much out of him. Um, yeah, the U.S. in 2017, they won the World Baseball Classic. That was the last one that was played. And, yeah, it was Dodger Stadium where they uh, where they won it. can't believe it was six years ago. Yeah, uh, the U.S. defeated um, – let's see. Come on. The U.S. defeated uh, Puerto Rico 8 nothing. In that in that game, they beat Japan to get there. Puerto Rico beat the Netherlands. That was that. So, and just to give you an idea of how much the teams have changed, real quick here, the U.S. lineup from that game was a bit different. Certainly, uh, Ian Kinsler out of the league, Adam Jones out of the league, Christian Yelich certainly not as good as he was six years ago. He just retired, uh, I thought, right? Yelich. I thought he retired. I thought he said last year's is last year. No. Uh, Nolan Arenado was on the team, so he's still there. Hosmer washed up. McCutcheon washed up. Brandon Crawford, good player, probably not close to the best shortstop in the U.S. Uh, John Carlos Stanton, D.H., not as good as he was six years ago, and uh, Jonathan Lucroy behind the plate. So I think they're definitely a better team because now you got Trout in the mix. You got Mookie Betts. You got. Uh, Goldschmidt is there again. Um, you got Real Muto. Pete Alonso's there. Yep. Certainly a much better team now than they were six years ago, but I think the other teams are better as well. So we'll see how that all goes down. Uh, not a surprise here, but unfortunate already. The Rangers holding Jacob deGrom out of first spring training workout. I think it's soreness in his arm or shoulder. So <clears throat> pretty much happens every year. <clears throat> and then uh... – Derek Dreeter to join Fox MLB team to reunite with A-Rod. Yeah, I don't have any interest in uh, in Derek Jeter as a commentator, but... Isn't this kind of... Like, I, with him being owner of a team, isn't this I don't kind think of... He's, I don't think he's in that anymore. Oh, he's not with Miami anymore? I don't think so, no. Uh, I missed this during the uh, NFL thing. There was a thing I saw for the Philadelphia frauds, they called it. Season recap. Uh, Lions beat bottom five defense by three. Uh, Vikings, Kirk Cousins in prime time. Washington beat Carson Wentz. Jacksonville beat Trevor Lawrence before he remembered how to play quarterback. Cardinals beat Cardinals without Hopkins or a kicker. Uh, Dallas beat Cooper Rush. Steelers beat bottom three team at the time. Texans struggled with a 3-13-1 Texans team. Uh, Washington lost to Taylor Heineke at home. Colts beat 4-12-1 Colts by one point. 
Green Bay beat Packers by one score despite Aaron Rodgers leaving due to an injury. Titans beat Titans in the middle of their seven-game losing streak. Uh, New York beat Daniel Jones. Uh, Chicago barely beat literally the worst team in the NFL. Cowboys lost after Dak dropped 40 on them. Saints lost to Andy Dalton by double digits at home. Giants beat the Giants practice squad by one score. Uh, Giants beat Daniel Jones after he used up all his power in the wild card. Niners beat the Niners QB4 and Brock Purdy with, without an elbow ligament. And the Chiefs took 10-point lead, fourth or 10-point fourth-quarter lead in the Super Bowl. Well, I don't think all that's fair, but... Um... And then, uh, from 2016 to 2022, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Joy Bosa, Ohio State. 2017, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Lattimore, Ohio State. 2019, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Nick Bosa, Ohio State. 2019, Offensive Player of the Year, Thomas, Ohio State. 2020, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Young, Ohio State. 2021, Coach of the Year, Rabel, Ohio State. Uh, 21, uh, what's CPOY? College Player of the Year? Comeback Player. Well, they put Burrow, Ohio State, but I think they're trying to get Ohio State. And then 2022, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Wilson, Ohio State. 2022, Defensive Player of the Year, Nick Bose, Ohio State. Pretty good. Uh, win a national championship, then come back to me. Ha, I haven't won in nine years. Nice try. Uh, but, yeah, the Eagles thing, that's a little unfair. I think, uh, you know, obviously Gardner Minshew is playing in a couple of those games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Especially, well, the Saints one was horrible, though. Yeah, I, I bet you played that whole game, but. Yeah, it was a bad one. No doubt. On to the NHL, uh, the Blues traded Vladimir Tarasenko and Nico Mikola to the New York Rangers for Sammy Blay, defenseman prospect Hunter Skinner, 2023 first, and a 2024 fourth. Uh, that fourth will become a third if the Rangers make the playoffs, which is very likely. So I guess the end of an era in St. Louis, uh, the jersey behind me, another one bites the dust, had Matt Carpenter. What you did call this let him, last week. Yep, let him let Matt Carpenter uh, go. Dexter Fowler traded, had him up there. Rogers is right there. He's probably going to get traded or, or retire or maybe come back. I don't know. but uh, He's got to get out of his black hole first. That is true. Uh, I'm okay with this trade, though. I think it was always going to happen this year. He just wasn't going to come back. He's a rental. You get a return for him. You get a first-round pick in this draft, which this draft is loaded, a very deep 2023 class in the NHL. Uh, Blake comes back. He was good here. And this goes know. off how the Blues finish, right? What's that? That first will be determined how the Blues finish. Well, it, no, it'll be determined by the Rangers or Stars because they have the – it's originally the Stars – or there's the Stars. The Rangers have their own pick in the first round and a Stars pick. And depending on how those teams finish, the Blues will get the one that finishes worse between those two. Gotcha. Um so the Rangers are still going to have a first round pick, but it won't be, yeah, it, or it unknown which one it will be. So yeah, I like the trade. I'm fine with it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Kind of weird that the same day the Suns trade for Kevin Durant, the Blues trade Tarasenko. It's a bit, bit of a weird one there. But uh, your team's just making moves. 
Yeah, and it, uh, Rogers is by next, but we'll see. Uh, NHL stat leaders through February 14th, 2023. The points leader is still Connor McDavid, 97 points, 18 ahead of the other. Unless he gets hurt, he's not getting caught. Oh, and once again, right behind, behind him is his line mate. Yep. Uh, defenseman points, Eric Carlson, 73, now 17 ahead. Rookie points, Matty Beneers of Seattle, 36, six ahead. He is. This has not moved. He has yeah. been 36 and six ahead. Yeah. But uh, Kalen Addison is moving up. Um, goals, Connor McDavid, 42, three ahead of Pasta. Defenseman goals, Eric Carlson, 18, three ahead. Ricky goals, Matty Benier, 17, three ahead. Uh, assist, Nikita Kucherov, Tampa Bay, 57, two ahead. Defenseman assist, Eric Carlson, 55, 10 ahead. Rookie assist, Kalen Addison of the Wild, 24, two ahead. Uh, goal wins, Linus Omar, 27, one ahead. I think he's only had one start since the All-Star break. Yeah, uh, goaltender save percentage is Olmark as well, 937. He's uh, plus .011 ahead. And team point leader is the Bruins, 48 and 5, 85 points, 7 ahead. All right. And I believe now Olmark has one win. He's, uh, uh, it's only one win above um, Tampa's goalie. Vasilevsky. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's do the picks. Uh, last week I went eight and three, uh, two and two in the NBA, one and one in hockey, and then four and two. And Kalchus Xavier was upset by Butler, and Texas was upset by, or no, St. Mary's was upset by Loyola Marymount. So Loyola has beat Gonzaga and St. Mary's, and now they play Gonzaga, I think, Saturday at home. Yep. Um, didn't hit on a single golfer. I had a Rom and Justin Thomas to win, finished third and fourth. Finau finished 14th. Uh, more Callan Kentley didn't make the cut. And Heath at my top 20 pick finished tied for 39th at three under. I uh, I went six and six. Uh, hit on Jason Day to, to finish top 20. 0-2 in the NHL, 1-1 in the NBA, 4-2 in college basketball, and missed the Super Bowl pick. So, oh, I did get the Super Bowl pick. So I'm uh, now 715 and 561. I am 699 and 550. So NBA tonight. Yep. I have the 76ers plus one over the Cavs and the Nets minus one over the Heat. Heat are missing a lot of players. Yeah, um, I'm taking the Nets minus one against the Heat, yeah. And uh, Mavericks plus five at the Nuggets. I almost wanted to take the Pistons plus 12 or 13 against the Celtics. Mm, Celtics on a back-to-back, yeah. Well, that just that big of a um, spread. Yeah. Uh, NHL for tomorrow. I have the Capitals plus 100 over the Panthers and the Bruins minus 180 over the Predators. And the Rangers minus 200 over the Canucks and the Avs plus 120 over the Wild. Uh, NCAA hoops for Thursday. I have Houston over SMU 
and Arizona over Utah? Uh, I have Gonzaga over Loyola Marymount. That is Thursday. Mm. Uh, and Hofstra over Hampton. Uh, Friday, out of the MAC, I have Kent State over Eastern Michigan. And the Atlantic 10, I have Dayton over Loyola Chicago. Uh, give me New Mexico over San Jose State and Air Force over Wyoming. Uh, Saturday, I have Texas over Oklahoma and Xavier over DePaul. Xavier, better not give me a loss back-to-back weeks. I have Creighton over St. John's and Kansas State over Iowa State. That should be a good game. Yeah. Um, now on to golf. Uh, to win, I have John Rahm plus 750, Justin Thomas plus 1600, and Tyrell Hatton. Plus 5,000. Had a good round last week. Finished second. Yeah, I'm taking uh, JT plus 1,600. Give me Cameron Young plus 3,500. And give me Tom Kim plus 4,500 to win. Uh, top five, I have Scotty Scheffler plus 240. Uh, I'm going to go Max Homa plus 400. Uh, top 10, I have Max Homa plus 210. I have uh, Ricky Fowler, who's starting to get it going a little bit. Played well last week, uh, plus 500. I, well, every year, it depends on how that waste management goes for him. He, he's starting to like the game a little better again. He's got a swing dialed in. And then if he plays good at the waste management open, he could have a good year. Yep, and he was good, so we'll see. Uh, top 20, I have Patrick Cantlay, plus 105. I'm going Tiger Woods plus 500. Uh, top 40, I have Tiger plus 200. I didn't pick a top 40, uh, but I could throw one in there. Um, I mean, if Davis Riley's in the field, love to get him top 40. But remember, it's got to be a positive. Yeah, it will. I mean, it's Davis Riley. Yeah, it's obviously going to be a positive. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take him if I can find his odds. So. Take that, Davis Riley, top 40. Let's uh, see. He's probably like plus 220 or something. I don't even know if he's playing. He's got to be playing. I do not see him on here. Oh, I don't think he's playing. All right. uh, Audible, I will take. uh, Give me. What about your guy Dylan Fratelli? Ah, no. Give me Stuart Sink plus 275. Lock it in. Kisner's up there at plus 250. I saw him, but I just I, he was really bad last week. I can't. Got to see him have a better week. So, all right. He, he needs to start picking up or he's going to be one going to the live. I don't know if he's he would gonna, do it, but maybe. I, I mean, if he's not winning any money, I can see him going just to get that guaranteed money. Maybe. Uh, all right, that'll do it for us. We'll be back uh, next week, next Wednesday for number 99. Lots more to discuss then, and we will see you next week. Deuces.